0: hello hello good morning good afternoon good evening from wherever you're watching listening streaming uh welcome back to 343 my name is jason um for the loyal fans it might seem a bit strange normally we have af running it um he had messaged me in the week saying you know his team's been doing bad he wants to maybe change things up maybe influence influences results so I will be taking a bit of a frontier today. today. Uh, and yeah, as I mentioned, I'm joined by AF. I'm joined by Riaz. Guys, how are we doing?
1: Could be better after that uh, intro. Great, <laughs> great to be honest. Be great, honest.
2: Quite
0: yes. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Um, so as I'm looking at my screen, right, I've got AF on my left, I've got Riaz on my right. And yeah, it was actually, I would have put it up last week, isn't it? A uh, little spurs against United. Yeah. Um, Game week two gone, uh, done and dusted. What are the thoughts on it? I think, Riaz, let's start with you, seeing as it was a good win for your side, man.
2: It's surprising. Um, uh, I don't think I've smiled on the podcast as much as I am now, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good game. Uh, first half was a bit um, uh, 50-50, maybe 60-40 United. They had a bit of a better first half. They should have um, scored, well, taken advantage of the opportunities. Uh, should have had a penalty as well. I'll give you that um, handball by the in the box. Uh, but second half, I think we completely outplayed them. Uh, we were way better. Um, and we I think on the, on the whole, we deserve to win the game, which is surprising because I never say that about my team. Um, and well, it's because we never deserve it. We never play well enough. And we played out of our skins, to be honest. I've never seen us play like it in six years. So I'm kind of really excited. And um, it's, it's interesting, because uh, unfortunately, yeah, like I said, for the past six years, we've been playing counter-attacking football, passive football, and um, for the first time in a long time, it's it's good to see us playing uh, some attacking football with possession for once. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah, it was quite interesting to watch. Eh? We, we watched it together, myself, AF, and uh, Mobin, and we we were watching, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm obviously not wanting to talk to highly of Spurs, being an Arsenal fan, but... It looked like there there was a decent amount of fluidity to the team. And I think also it was a big game knowing that Harry Kane has just recently left. So we're thinking it's your first real challenge since he's gone. And yeah, it actually looked like surprisingly good. And I think it might be the fact that nobody's really expecting much, that you now just get to express yourself in in a manner that's not like, okay, you have Conte, you have Mourinho, you have all these guys. You've got Ange out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so it's looking like it's good. AF, any thoughts? I, Obviously yeah. uh, not wanting to talk too much about it, but go for it. I,
1: I think I think you you hit the 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 nail no on its head over there. Um at the starting of the season when I predicted my top six um yeah. teams like at the end of the season, I think I mentioned that Tottenham would probably struggle to get top ten we still will i mean i mean like i'm 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 going to speak about like one game this one game that i watched religiously from start to finish that there's some good chemistry happening over there there's like the the manager came in it seems like his philosophy has been implemented people's buying into it that's they're playing some good football at the end of the day and i think they surprised quite a few people with that performance don't get me wrong. United were at the trash on Saturday, um, and in the second half. Yeah, uh, mm. there were so many misplaced passes in that in that first half, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, off the back of that that Wolves uh, opener, they looked unprepared. They looked unfit. Um, they looked lost. They they looked like they were playing like a, a bunch of strangers playing with each other. Uh, it, it wasn't great. And the Tottenham game, it seems like they carried on. In a in a sense, um, the play looked a bit a bit better, but the finishing was horrible. They, yeah. I mean, Rashford had that chance; that they had a chance. Bruno, I mean, he should be closing his eyes and scoring that. Uh, he had enough time to bring that ball down and just tap it in. Uh, yeah. I think they overthinking things too much. But yeah, now kudos to to Tottenham. Um, Ange came in and he surprised everybody. And, I yeah. think
2: I think that's where we won. Uh, I, I honestly believe like like I'm taking nothing away from Ten Hag, but um I think on in that specific game in that 90 minutes, I think Ange it was it was a manager diff. Um because I think that I don't understand the, the situation where we played Ashford up the middle, especially when um mm-hmm. you know Spurs is gonna play uh with inverted fullbacks and we have no width whatsoever somehow on the defense. So not playing Ashford wide, I think was a bit of a, a misstep. And then taking him off to put on Martial, that, that made no sense. Why would you not take off another winger and put Rashford wide? Just to try it out, try something different. Um, so I think the manager dip was was a, was a big thing uh, in that game specifically. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I think we're still going to struggle um, because of that no width on the defence. Um, and people will exploit that. But, yeah, it was just unfortunate, I guess, for United that we played really well in the second half. And Madison has been a godsend somehow.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. What a guy! God,
0: wild, actually. Eh? Um, if just to just to go back to you, man. I'm I'm listening, and it seems like there was a lack of preseason. It seems like everybody just looks undercooked. Um, I think yeah. last season, what we were, were, we're talking about, Man United signing Casemiro, you know, is old and stuff, and he, he showed last season that he was able to actually kick it. But is it maybe a lack of midfield structure that's happening that's exposing him because he's looking like. He's looking like he had a very good holiday and he just hasn't turned up yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, the, the midfield three that we are currently playing with Casemiro, Mount, and Bruno. Casemiro's never, ever going to be good enough in that midfield. He's going to get run over. Yeah. Last season, we had the interchanging McTominay, um, fred and yeah. who else played ericsson, uh, ericsson. ericsson well, right? like, so yes ericsson he, he doesn't really break break up play uh all too well mm-hmm. but McTominay and fred they they have that strength in midfield fred i like it's no secret i love the guy um like he, he's he's that guy that can break up play quite quite easily and um he, he he puts um the opponents on the back foot the moment you see him running at you Um, he's going to try hacking you and stuff and that's the that's the type of things that casemiro needs um yes he's he's strong in midfield and everything but he's not going to do it alone with mount and and bruno bruno attacking minded mount attacking minded it's yeah the the there's there's not enough balance in that midfield in my opinion
2: then who comes into who comes into to 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 help out casemiro in the middle in the middle do you guys have anybody on the bench
1: we we spend sixty eight million on Mount. So <laughs> instead of buying another yeah. midfielder to yeah. replace Fred, <laughs> so I don't know. Like we we linked with Sophia and Amrabad for mm. like how long? Three four months now, yeah. and everybody thought Fred going out would free up funds to to yeah. tran- uh, to to basically bring his his uh, the transfer in, and yeah. that hasn't happened. So yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I don't know who comes in. McDomine is still at the club. Maybe he yeah. should just do that for now until we get some some sort of solidity in that midfield.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it is somewhat of a stopgap, isn't it? You you're filling. You're just putting a plaster over the the bigger issue that maybe the the replacements and maybe the the outgoings are not what most of the fans wanted. I think there much like. Uh, they, they see this this play and they see the, the vision for him within the whole system, or with a specific system. Maybe Mount needs a few more, you know. It's obviously tough, uh, but it's also only the second game week. Um, I think Bruno's needing to push forward because there's no real front line. And I think Rashford's very isolated there. You're yeah. losing your best player um, in a position that is not really where, you, where he wants to be and maybe where he's most effective. And that forces Brun to go, and obviously, like you had mentioned, Mount isn't very defensively minded. And yeah, I think Casimiro has been hung out to dry. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting game, and I think it's good because those sort of games really put the the pressure um, into the into the whole occasion, right? Um, I think those those games previously, I think it was the first time Spurs beat United at the new tottenham stadium so that's like something um so yeah it was interesting man L- looking at the the other results right so we had started with nottingham Just, forest on Friday. You, before Schiff. you
1: before you carry on um mm. i'm sorry that i didn't take a picture of it but jason was actually wearing a united jersey on saturday night in support of manchester united yeah everybody yeah. everybody um
0: look if there's no picture then it didn't happen isn't Andrea so it's his word again <laughs>
2: don't, don't oh, count uh, if you're uh, winning a United t-shirt don't count to me for support no <laughs> no no, no look.
0: <laughs> well well I wouldn't be caught dead especially when they have a up front <laughs> <laughs> um
2: <laughs>
0: yeah no it was actually it was a tad but tense there eh? as soon as the game was done I was like okay look here I think I actually need to go home now because <laughs> this guy is going to make me train for like the CDM role. He's probably going to make me run up and down the steps there. Um, but yeah, look, it's I think rather get it out now. And okay, it's not fun to lose against it like, a, like a top six rival, but get all of the bad stuff out. Um, I think it's not necessary to show true form in the second game week. I think if anything, Arsenal showed that last season. And at the end of it, we have nothing to show for except maybe the fact that we're back in Champions League.
2: Um and United lost 4-0 in the second week last season. So yeah, so they, the they
0: actually might be playing, staying true to form, right? Because they had a shoddy start last season. They're gonna have a shoddy start this season. They'll pick up when it matters and they'll yeah. still secure top four, maybe top five, you know. Um But yeah, there were some interesting results, right? So we're looking at Saturday's results. We've got Brentford, who had a 3-0 win. We had Liverpool. It was a bit of a cagey game, I think. Um, Also trying out a new system. Um, I think the goal came
1: from... I think VAR had the spotlight in that game, eh?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, VAR definitely had. But I think VAR had the spotlight the whole weekend. And I think the referees had the spotlight the whole weekend. And I feel like that should just be like a standing segment in every episode that we have, right? It's like, okay, can can we look at how many decisions happen that influence the game, right, in a negative yeah. way? Um, yeah. Did you guys catch anything Saturday? Um, what were you going to say about I, the Liverpool
2: game? You were going to say something about the Liverpool game? No, right?
0: I was just going to say that it started with, I think Bournemouth's goal came from Trent coming um, inside and just, mm-hmm. yeah, miscontrolling the ball and things happened. So, That's yeah. two in two
2: weeks from Trent. Doing two, two weeks from the yeah. right hand side again. Yeah, I'm just gonna put uh, that out
0: there. It, it is interesting, right? Obviously, it's a very new system, uh, it's a player coming into a role that maybe he's not too familiar with, but I think it does highlight that it's not going to be this quick thing. And while it might work in pre season, um, I think the prem is a bit more ruthless, right? Um, yeah, I think we saw Salah miss that pen and score, we saw Luis Diaz, we saw Jota, Diaz is a player. Our, though. Yeah, what yeah. are our thoughts on that game? Uh, what are our thoughts going forward? Do you think Liverpool now revert back to just a normal thing or are they just going to go with still trying to invert, still trying to invert? Any I, I of you
2: think,
1: guys? Yeah, I
0: think it's... Yeah, I, okay, it.
1: I think, I think they, they're trying to push that, in, uh, that invert fullback um, positioning so much more now because of how um how the midfield is actually set up they okay. they lost quite a few players over there and they mm-hmm. are unable to to bring in the players that they want I mean Caicedo going to Chelsea Lavia gone to Chelsea mm-hmm. um they they brought in Endo uh quite recently mm-hmm. uh 30 yeah. old guy um so I, I don't actually know much about him <laughs> but not um, at his stage. <laughs> Old yeah, the because like, I mean, bringing in a 30 year old guy that's very unlike Jurgen Klop, like, it's mm. it, it goes against um his normal uh recruitment method. Uh, he yeah. likes to like buy, uh, buy the players young so that they can stay longer at the club and basically just be beneficial for the club. Uh, so mm. them buying a 30 year old, like, it, it doesn't seem like a Jurgen Klopp buy. Um, hmm. it might just be like, okay, you want a midfielder, we'll get you mid- no, a like midfielder. They need a midfielder, sorry, yes,
2: yeah, yeah. They need a midfielder, not that they want one, they need one badly,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, they've, they've had m- multiple outgoings. For me, is not just any midfielder, <laughs> yeah. he's uh, he's been a huge in uh, cognitive machine like for a while mm-hmm. now. And it's the, the they need to replace him i mean i saw amrabat is now linked with liverpool as well if we <laughs> lose, lose him to liverpool i'm i'm, I'm not going to lie it's going to be a bitter of to swallow uh but yeah the uh going back to the original point the the fullbacks are inverting because mm-hmm. they need to they need to cover that midfield they need to ensure that that midfield uh has the stability uh so that they don't get run over and um they they aren't doing a bad job at it, but I feel like Trent gets caught out more often than not because um, because it, it just feels like he goes in and then he's too slow to come back out, so mm. he leaves that entire mm-hmm. side wide wide open.
2: But that's I think that's also why they didn't think they needed to strengthen as much as they clearly clearly needed to do because mm. I think that that's what the way Klopp wanted to play this season with Trent as a as a midfielder. So to play Trent yeah. and McAllister, I think, together was his plan. But clearly, yeah. I don't know if it's gonna work out very well for them because yeah, like I have said, they, they get caught out all the time on that side because is yeah. not quick enough to because they they have to they they go back to a three Cause Robertson because Robertson also isn't as high as he used to be. they play yeah. now basically as a three at the back with Robertson, <laughs> Virgil, and Konate, and then mm-hmm. they're getting exposed because Trent doesn't come back as as he, as he should or not as quick enough. Um which is I don't know if they need a, if they need a right back and play Trent in the middle, or if they just need to buy a midfielder, which and stop playing that inverted way. I don't know what they're going to do this season, but I feel like going forward, that's going to be an interesting thing to watch.
1: Yeah, and for then, sure. You, yeah, go for it. Then, then you have the the whole thing about Mo Salah as well. I mean, mm-hmm. like he wasn't happy after that substitution in game week one, yeah. and then all that uh, all those rumors came out about being linked to. Um, the Saudi League, and mm. it doesn't seem like those rumors are going away. So yeah. that that has the potential to harm Liverpool, even if he's even if it's not even true. Like those rumors can get into a player's head.
2: That's true. Um, I feel, but I feel like uh, he, he can go and Liverpool won one, one, one match. Um, to be honest, they'll still outscore the opponent, which is what they trying and do, and they might get or play a better defensive winger. Um mm-hmm. which will help him at the back because that's he, that's his side. Trent's side is his side, Salah side, but he never comes mm-hmm. back. So um they exposed. Um so but yeah, you are right. The the transfers getting get in their heads. We saw what happened with Kane when he didn't go to City. He was down tools for like the first couple of um mm-hmm. matches that that he played. Um yeah. but yeah, Jason, what do you think about Lowpool? What's uh what, what Yeah, no, of...
0: it's it's interesting, right? Obviously, I think the the media jumped on the fact that they saw the whole thing at, like, Chelsea. And then I think that's when the first few rumours started, like, coming about, right? Then it started growing with some strength. Mm. Um, it's a quick way to sow some doubt. Um, it could falter into the squad. It could not. Um, I think that I have to disagree. I think they will miss him if he leaves. Um, I think he has a very... I wouldn't say unassuming because everybody knows about Mo, but uh, yeah, there's there's something about him that I don't think they can quickly replace. I think it was similar with Mane and yeah. I think Salah then had to pay most of it. And he, I mean, to his credit, he, he stepped up pretty well. Um, it is going to be interesting. Um, I think with the Fabinho loss and I don't really like to give Jordan Anderson quite a bit of time, right? Because I always thought that most of his work that he did on the field was as a result of his own errors. But I think having Henderson kind of covered Trent's uh, lack of defensive qualities. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so hopefully Endo comes in, slots in, um, and he can maybe cover, and then Trent can then give it. Because I think losing Robertson as an attacking asset down that left, where they have Diaz, Robertson bombing there, um, and then also losing Trent being able to cross from like the right inside, like just inside his off. you know, those those sort of passes. Um, I think it is going to be big. Um,
1: but also that, yeah. that Jordan Henderson leadership, um, yeah. Quality, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that is huge mm. for Liverpool. That is huge. There were so many times that they were uh down in the dumps, they they looked lost for answers and he basically just uplifts the mood in the entire team. He won in the, the title. He won yeah. in the title. Legitimately.
0: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. Um, I think maybe certain Liverpool fans might disagree with us. We obviously don't watch every game. Um, but if I remember how Twitter and X used to go on, you know, after Liverpool games when Henderson would just be misplacing passes, losing his five-yard passes, you know, struggling to get out of first gear. Yeah, I think they, they might disagree, but definitely that leadership aspect, especially because I think he signed under Kenny Dalglish, right? So he's been part and parcel of the of the whole transition. Yeah, so after Gerard left, he was the guy that came in, and it's like he formed part of the spine as it went, right, and into the Klopp era, and now he's out, and, okay, Klopp's still going on. Um, I think we're just going to segue a bit to another very impressive team, um, and we're not talking about Spurs because we've had Spurs already, but we're going to talk about Brighton. Um, yeah, the first game against Luton, I think it was, yeah, it was 5-1, 4-1 maybe. And then second game against Wolves, which it's not an easy place to go to, right? And they literally went there and had a practice match. Um, Did you guys catch any of it? Did we see Matomo solo? Did we see our wonderful FPL asset Estupina getting to the into the bits there um what are thoughts yeah, on brighton going forward
2: af
1: yes you can, start you can go for oh,
2: it first. Start okay. okay brighton brighton um uh have picked up from where they left off last season they they played them they play amazing football um even pep said they play the best football in the league or something something i've yeah. got that paraphrase that but that's that's um, just a
0: standard Pep. yeah probably says that about the refs as well probably the the best players in every game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, they they've been they've been playing free flowing football. It's it's really, really amazing to watch. I think I only got one game of the past two, but um yeah, nothing has changed. They have they don't even have you know, amazing players. Like Matoma is amazing, but I mean like it's more the the cohesion of the team. So in that in, in that team it's like um the sum is greater than the po- some of its parts or whatever the whole is greater. Yeah, 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 Um and, um, yeah, so they've been playing really, really well. And I thought I thought they were, last season, they were a lot more defensively frail. Um, they look to be quite decent on the defense this season. Some, something must have changed there. They must have worked on something. But we'll only, I guess, see um, how good they can be when they play against a top-six team. I think that's going to be very interesting um, because I think that they will really challenge for top four this season.
1: Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. It's... The, the the football that they're playing are is so amazing like um I, I i watched the the game this past weekend and Matoma is an incredible football player like wow yeah. but and and brighton keeps on doing this they keep finding these gems and then they sell them for like 80, 90 100 million mm-hmm. i mean they their their books must be looking amazing like uh, yeah. maybe one day Nikita can do like a bit of a deep dive on that, just like mm. talk about it from a financial aspect. But yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like the and the Zerbi just looks like he's getting better with every game. Um he's yeah. in what one season, one season and a bit um into the job. Yeah. If you compare that to Ten Hag, I mean it's chalk and cheese. Like the, yeah. the type of football that the is playing is it's like really, really good football. And yeah. he's losing all his star- all of his stars. And he's still managing to put out, put out a 10 out of 10. Um, Salih March as well. Underrated. Yeah, underrated. The guy is just coming through every game week. And like it's, it, it, it feels like they're playing with no pressure on them. And that's the best ingredient that they could have right now.
0: Yeah, for real, man. And, okay, maybe we... We need to see them now that they have European football, right? We'll see what that sort of dynamic does. Cause I don't think they have a, a massively deep squad. They have a good, I think, maybe 18 players, and then the, the quality sort of drops off. But as Ria says, it's the it's the cohesion that they're showing, it's the it's the sum being better than individual parts. Um I think Deserbi is such a great manager in that he came and he stuck to his identity. Um I think when Pep first joined, people were like Okay, but he going to be able to do it in the Prem, you know. Can he do this playing out to the back? What is this? Can he do it at Stoke? Um, yeah, I think Deserbi's come. He's at a team that maybe didn't have the expectations that maybe Ten Hag's had at Man United, which is also, like like you say, it's like people didn't expect no anything. Any, yeah, and then he starts to do these things, right? Um, but yeah, I think the the test that they have, or the first real test, maybe comes Game 4. I think they have Newcastle at home. Interesting game, Newcastle also flying. Yeah. Uh, So that will be an interesting one. It's also going into an international break, so it will be interesting to see how the teams really go. But yeah, I think Brighton is such a joy to watch because they they play with this freedom, right? And I think everybody understands where they have to be, at what time, when to press, when to play. And it's also just a confidence in a system where, okay, if it's not going to work once, and I think we've seen it where maybe... Lewis Dunk slipped up last season, or even Jason Steele trying to actually play it from the back. But that's all of these things that you have to overcome, and that's all the things that you have to, unfortunately, go through. Um, I think there were many instances where Allison tried to play out from the back. He got caught. Edison, all of these things. So it's just really these teething things that need to just go through. Um, but yeah, it looks really exciting, and I definitely agree it's going to be an interesting season to see where they challenge and where they actually compete. And actually... Take more points of the teams in and around them because I think that's how they, they actually get up. It's fine beating your walls and beating your Bournemouths and your Brentfords, but can you take points of Liverpool consistently? Can you take of City, Arsenal, United, those sort of things, you know? Um, another thing, right, that I really do want to address, and we'll, we'll jump forward now to Saturday's, uh, to Sunday's fixtures, is Chelsea. <laughs> so I was actually wanting to make this comment earlier. You were saying that Liverpool have now come in for Amr, but Don't rule out Chelsea <laughs> coming oh, in and just offering a twelve-year contract, offering a twelve-year contract uh, over, yeah, like multiple payments. Um, we see them go into this North or not North London derby, but rather London derby against West Ham, um, and for everything, I think they look pretty intriguing. And then the seventh minute, they concede. Did we catch the game? Uh, because I'd watched a bit of it and there were parts where they looked really good but then there were times where they just looked really shoddy. And I think coupled with the fact that they brought on their 100-mil signing, uh, Mudrik, and then they brought on their other 100-mil signing, Caicedo, and they still couldn't get the win. Um, yeah, what is happening at Chelsea? What are we seeing? What are we expecting? <laughs> uh, if you can
2: take this one.
1: Can, yeah. can I just say that they paid 100 mil for Theo Walcott from Ukraine?
0: Yo. Speed for... now. Look, yeah, that's actually taking a bit from Walcott. Eh? Walcott's got a legacy. Um, <laughs> I think they, they may be paying... Who's another? I'm trying to think of another fast speed for brains. I honestly don't know, but okay, maybe... Let's, Werner. Let's yeah, maybe <laughs> with like a, a Ukraine bolt. Um, yeah.
1: No, man. it's just like like Chelsea. Chelsea isn't playing bad football. I'm I'm gonna yeah. be a I'm gonna be frank about it. Chelsea is not playing bad football, but they don't have enough leadership in that team. There's like the I, I think what what's the average age in that team? 23? I think it could be like 23, they they don't have many senior yeah. players. Yeah, yeah, they don't have many senior players. So um, there's nobody to really guide them into out how, how to actually manage a game um yes Mm. a lot of these players they have experience and stuff but i mean those like that game management that that comes with more and more years um in the premier league Uh, actually more and more years playing any any type of football um but uh like i said like i like what i'm seeing they uh they they play some good football and poch poch is like we all know like riaz you know that the most like poch is a he's a good manager he's a good coach so um Chelsea has the potential to become like really good. They have the potential to become a top four side consistently every season with Poch in charge. Um, but yeah, I think West Ham just wanted it more and West Ham, they have the likes of Mikha Antonio, they have uh, Thomas Suchek, all these pe- people that's been around the block already. so they they have those like old old brains, old minds in in the team. How to yeah. manage the game, where to yeah. uh where to look for gaps and stuff, and I th- I think that's where everything was won.
0: Yeah. No, it was it was an interesting one, right? And you, you also have you have the setup where you've got West Ham in all their height and you've got James Wood Prowse on set pieces. That's like and now I think I think I saw in the week that they linked to uh, Yusuf Al naziri from uh, Sevilla. Yeah. Oh, I'm convinced only scores goals at his head. <laughs> now you're getting James Wood prowse to work with and you got that. That's like a it's like a Moisy special, isn't it? Um Riaz, yeah, yeah. Obviously, being familiar with Poch and having had him as that manager. What are we expecting for a response? I mean, not to say that this has happened often at Spurs, you know, where you spend a lot yeah. of money and then you play well but don't win. Um, yeah, what what are we looking at in the Chelsea team with the Poch coach?
2: Um, well, I think you see it already. Like I have said, like, they're play they playing good football. So that's that's yeah. a good start. Um, you'll get them playing well at least because last season they played terribly. You never knew what they were going to get. You never knew where, who was going to play where. So Poch is going to give them identity at the very least and being able <laughs> to get them to play good football, which is the which is the start. The results will come after that, um, maybe a couple of seasons, but I think that Chelsea <laughs> team is way better than, than, our, than our team used to be, like way better. Um, and they bought both Lavia and Caicedo. I'm not sure yeah. why, because yeah. Gallagher is pretty decent, and so is Enzo. So, I uh, heard Gallagher really on
1: his way good. out, though, apparently, according so to the uh, tweets.
0: I think it's called that atrocious man bun. I think that's what they're actually getting <laughs> rid of. It. But, uh, it's more like a top knot, isn't it? <laughs>
2: <clears throat> yeah but yeah so so they have people that play there I just um I, I like the way they play against Liverpool I think they actually played better in that game against Liverpool um in the first week uh they used Chilwell really well um on the wide they switched between a four and a three very easily um yeah. and in the first game it was very impressive to, to see mm. so I think you'll get them into an identity get them playing well and then I think the results will come I think this weekend with the addition of James Price changed the game uh, he had yeah. two assists, and he yeah. ch- he's going to change the way they play altogether. Um, yeah. And that's why I think West Ham will be safe this season. So it was a good result for West Ham, uh, Chelsea teething problems, but they'll, they'll finish top four, so they'll, they'll be okay. They'll start picking up wings as the season goes along, as they play together more, more and more. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I hope as uh, for them that Caicedo that, that and Mudrik both uh, start perform or perform really well this season.
1: Can yeah. can I can I tell you what what one hundred and fifteen million got Chelsea on over the weekend? Forty five minutes, forty five minutes played, one shot off target, seven times lost possession, two fouls, zero interceptions, one error leading to a shot, and one pen- penalty conceded.
0: Yeah, it's tough, two eh? so wild with it, and now he's got a hundred world price tag as well. Um, yeah. Yo, I think I don't know. I think he's secured the bag. He's secured generational wealth for his family. Whatever he does now is just extra, isn't it? This is this is now just a hobby. He's actually his full time job is gonna be a millionaire in probably like a few months time. So that's okay. Um, yeah. three years you'll probably go to
1: Saudi as well and then you'll probably get even richer over there
0: yeah so that's the generations generational wow so that's perfect (laughs) um yeah also in London we had Arsenal Crystal Palace I'm not going to touch too much because I mean I think Declan Rice was imperious I think he's the Rolls Royce there um a bit of a suspicious second yellow, but like I said, we could have a segment on referee decisions. Um, it's
2: shocking, really, I think, yeah. yeah,
0: watching that game, um, I don't like how we're setting up, I don't like that we're not playing very cohesive football, it's not very fluid. Um, I think last season we started a house on fire, but I think also you you really don't need to show your best hand in this first half of the season. You have to be up there. You have to be doing well to stay there. And I think as with City and as with Liverpool showed in previous seasons, you peak when you need to peak. Um, What
2: didn't you like about the system? What didn't you like about it?
0: um, I think one of the key things that helped us last season was having the double up on Saka side um, with Ben White going with overlap. I think the system now restricts Ben White's overlapping potential. Because party um,
2: plays in the middle,
0: yeah. Because party plays right back now, and he then inverts. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that's all to do with the fact that Zinchenko's not playing right now. Because okay. if we invert from he the one side, we're going to invert from the other side. So with Zinchenko not being there, I don't think we're going to ask Tomiyasu to do something like that. And I think with Timber, we might have gotten away with it. Obviously, he's now injured. Um. Zinchenko coming in, I think it maybe brings Gabriel back in, I think it brings Partey in, I think maybe Edin Ketia drops, and we see it's go to the top. Um you want I that, like, though? But, um, I don't know. I think Eddie's shown quite a bit. Um, I think he's quite... Uh, I think as with last season, he's now deputising for, for Jesus, and I think he's doing okay. I think he just... He goes for periods when he's not really involved. So the time when he gets involved in key areas, he's not as clinical. And I think that will that will grow, right? That that, that will come. Um Avertz does well. And it's also he comes with a hefty price tag. Um I think people are wanting for sixty-five mold you have to just immediately start scoring, which it's not always the case.
2: Yeah, but he's not. He's not. He's not a striker. He's still not
0: yeah, a, striker. He's, he's still a striker. Yeah, he's not a Yeah, and he's he's playing in a in a new system where I think he's yeah. also maybe he's a bit shocked, you know, because Chelsea last season was some days this, some days that. Um, I think when it does come, I think it will look good. Um, for for now, it just looks like there's a bit. I think we're a bit rigid and we we kind of lacking that final, that final thing, you know, that final step. Um. But it will come. I'm I'm okay with us being joint off, but it's fine. Don't peek too early. Let us not show all of our cards right now. And yeah, maybe we signed somebody before, maybe we integrate my long lost friend Nicholas Pepe back in there. But yeah, we'll see. What, yeah, what's, also,
1: happening with, what's happening with Palogan?
0: Um, yo, I think there's offers from Monaco, I think. A few teams in the Prem have have also asked. I think AC also wanted it. Um, But is there a reason
1: why Arsenal don't really want to hold on to him?
0: I don't think we can hold on to him now after we offered Eddie a massive contract, and we have Jesus and we've also got Harvard. So now you, I think with all the spending, you look at who you could possibly get off and maybe we'll put in a buyback clause, you know, once he starts, but... I think he's probably the best product for us now to get a good solid. I think we could get 40 and up. Um, If we're going to get less, then I'm a bit upset for that. Um, But yeah, it's tough. But I also think we're in a fluidity now where if we're going to try and bring him back in, it might not work as well. And then we sort of, yeah, we sort of lose a bit. Um, That's just my opinion. Thankfully, I don't need to sit in... The boardroom and make sort of decisions, you know. I can just guesstimate from uh where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, do any of you guys need a striker? AF? I mean yours is injured, Yes, has yours just <laughs> left. We're we're both we, actually both of
2: us need a striker.
1: Spurs c- can I just say one thing? Spurs played like so so well in that second half, but mm. Charleston, wow. <laughs>
2: Wow,
0: He's the most unlucky forward at the moment because literally every rebound went just next to him. Um <laughs> Every pass just out of his reach. And I'm like, yo. And he, he has a face that shows his dismay. Yeah. Like vacant. He's got yeah. no poker face. He's literally he's upset when he miscontrols. He's upset when he makes a run. he plays. It's the same face. And it's just upset. Um, so, yeah, I think for Spurs, give you a good price, 100 more. United, good price, 120. Uh, so if you, if you're one ballerun. That's that United tax, hey? Yeah, that's, it. that's a United tax, man. Um, but yeah, just moving forward, we have a fair few interesting games coming up. Um, we've got Chelsea Luton at home. Uh, that's going to be interesting on Friday night, under the lights, maybe Chelsea turn the season around a bit. Um, We've got Arsenal-Fulham, Spurs go to Bournemouth, United-Nottingham, Brighton-West Ham, which is so interesting. Um, But I think for me, the pick of the fixtures has to be Super Sunday, Newcastle against Liverpool. Um, I'm not too sure if you guys look forward into Game Week 3's fixtures. Do you have anything that stands out for you? Do you have any fixtures that possibly... Yeah, could be of intrigue. Um, yeah, I, AF, I don't think
2: we've spoken about. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I just want to say that I, I don't think we ever we haven't spoken about Newcastle yet, which was will crucify us for, but they've been mm. really good, really, really good this season so far.
0: They have, and I, yeah. I think it, I, I think maybe let's yeah let's maybe just jump into that quickly um, with their game against Liverpool at home. What are we expecting? I mean, we've we've seen the first game against Villa, and okay, maybe the the Villa team wasn't as great, but it's also the same system, right? They have a lot of aggression. They overload, and they have good transitions. Um, and then in the City game, they showed their defensive qualities, and okay, 1-0, it was it was tight. It was really tight, and it took a very good goal from uh, Julian Alvarez. Okay, Highlanders was maybe a bit unlucky with a few chances and stuff, but I think they show that they have the fortitude to go away, but when they're at home, they show that they aren't afraid. So, yeah, what are we looking at firstly from a Newcastle perspective on going forward? But also Sunday's fixture. I think Liverpool in their shakiness, in their defensive structure, and Newcastle with their all guns blazing sort of approach. Yeah, what are our previews? What are our thoughts on that game? And yeah, just also Newcastle as a whole. It's
1: it's uh, gonna maybe. be Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how Newcastle sets up over there. If Harvey, mm. Harvey Barnes, I mean, he's been spectacular for Newcastle. Like every performance off the bench, um, yeah. he, he he just has that. He's playing with that order at the moment. Um, he looks a, a comp- like he looks elevated from the time when he was at Leicester. Um, yeah. I think it's like the managers believing in him. His teammates are believing in him, and like the impact that he's made thus far um it's it's huge and i feel like he's going to be uh quite a quite a huge player uh on sunday Mm. um we haven't really seen almiron uh hit his stride yet compared to how he was last season so so um he could be uh, a star player as well and then bruno g i mean okay what a guy, what a player. And, and with, with with all of Liverpool's um midfield issues right now, he's probably yeah. thinking, okay, this is this is my best chance yet. Yeah. Like let me try and, and get through this midfield and um yeah. show my quality. And so yeah, th- those are my three players that I think I'm gonna be looking out for.
0: Okay. Interesting, Reyes, What you got yeah, for me?
2: Also without McAllister, it's gonna be difficult. Um I think that yeah, the midfield is going to boss the game, especially are they playing at in James Park? I think are they playing? As yeah, as James yeah. Park? So that's, that's it's going to be it's going to be super interesting to see the the midfield run there because I think with Denali and Bruno, they'll they'll overrun them completely. They don't have currently; they have to play Curtis Jones and maybe Harvey Elliott or someone. Um, mm. they, I don't think they can go all out of tech with Supozli and um, and Jota uh, and Diaz and Sal- I don't think they can do that. They have to try. Yeah. And, uh, get some control in the game, even though they're going to struggle. Um, so I actually think that, that this is going to be... I think we I might see an upset. I think Newcastle are going to win this game somehow.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I mean, and just you- just going to the point, I, I, think, uh, I think McAllister's appeal was actually successful, right? So he could be okay. available, but I mean, even Thank still... Goodness, that was a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was also a bit of a shock, but I mean, that's that's one of those we are referee sort of things that we should maybe just get Keith Hackett back on, Um, but yeah, I think even with McAllister, I think you, you, you do make a good point, I think that, that midfield is key, and I think most of the games it is, right, but I think in this particular system, where Liverpool are struggling in that, that uh, spine, um, I think it will be interesting, it's going to be a lot of running with, with Tonali, I think, uh Harvey Barnes gives you this ability to stretch. And then I think Isak also dropping in, he's got this, this lovely body feint. He's got good uh awareness, you know, just when to drop on the shoulder, when to come for it, when to go long. He's got speed, he's got touches, he's got um, yeah. I think he's he's a really good striker for the system. Um, I think why we might not have seen Almoron, similar to the soccer thing. Kident Trippia last season bombed quite a bit and it freed Almiron. And now I don't think I've seen a lot of Kidan Trippier actually going forward. Um I don't know if he's maybe a bit more defensive minded to start. Maybe um the cover thing isn't set up yet. Maybe with was Tonali learning the the whole system. So maybe that's that also difficult
2: thing. games also. Uh, SNV Villa and cool. City is. Also, game. very
0: true. Yeah, I mean, Kieran Trippier. I think the the Villa game was it. He either had to Mark was it Diaby or it was like Leon Bailey, which is quick. And then yeah. he's got City, where if you give City an inch, a centimeter, they will thread a pass down your side in that gap, and it will just be, it will just be done for, isn't it? Um. So yeah, I do want to agree with you. I do think Newcastle might cause. I'm gonna say upset in inverted commas. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think it will be interesting. I, I know Liverpool have this thing where when they need to step up, they, they really can. Um, so it will be a very interesting game. Um yeah, AF, just I mean, you had mentioned players and stuff, but what are your thoughts in terms of result just before we wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I think I'm going to one Newcastle. Um okay. I mean all all the points that I made before um I, I stand by them like with those players. But I mean playing in in front of a stadium full of geordies i mean yeah that's that's a 12th man if there were any um yeah so i i feel like that's going to push them over the line uh yeah it's going to be a great game though
0: no for sure for sure and it's also bold as a super sunday right so we've got sheffield against man city we've got burnley against villa once again just shout out burnley's admin team uh these unveiling videos have literally Kept me sane during the cold here in Cape Town. And yeah, they've just been doing bits. So actually shout out all sports admin, actually, because they've been doing well. Um, But yeah, on that lovely note, (laughs) that's where we ended for this week, guys. Thanks for joining me. Um, Where can we find you guys? AF, what are your socials? Do we have anything? Are you on Friendster, Napster? Uh, we,
1: did we go back to 2005? What? <laughs> well, yeah, it is because I mean
0: we have a Newcastle team that's actually strong, you know. So yeah, maybe
1: <laughs> 2005. Yeah, no. Um, you can catch me at af parker six four two on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, actually X, um, yeah. TikTok, everything. I um, have the same handle. So yeah.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Riaz?
2: yeah you can uh, get me on twitter at uh, at parker underscore yes
0: okay perfect yeah one. um i'm at jason underscore Ronnie. um we are also at sporty Cost, so yeah please give us a give us a follow give us a mention um and yeah as in the intro please like comment subscribe send this to your mom let us send it on your whatsapp groups put it on the it. on the community group chats um yeah any like any comment Fam- any family group chats yeah, family group chat. I think if you need to um, gaslight people into watching it, we all appreciate that as well, please. Um, we don't advocate for real gaslighting. This is a fictional gaslighting. Um, but yeah, thanks once again, gentlemen. Um, oops. Master of um, technology. technical difficulties. Because um, the joke
1: technology. was so
2: good, man.
0: <laughs> That's what happens when you try and advocate for gaslighting. Um, yeah, guys, thanks once again. Um, Thanks for tuning in, and that was 343.
1: Cheers. Cheers.